Yeah. She's like, how long have you been able to do this? And he goes, as long as I can remember. I, I wasn't birthed. I just teleported out of the womb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week, we'll outline a new short film. And maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written By... How you doing, man? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm good. Yeah, Check just... one, two. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, think, I, I think we're I good. I hear you. Yeah. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, listeners, it's been a it's been a rough start, but we're here now. Here. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough week, man. but I'm excited to be here yeah. because this is going to be our greatest episode <laughs> ever. ever. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think it's only been a rough week for you like even <laughs> even tonight like when you said you forgot the keys and you were 40 minutes late we're uh we're four minutes away from a brewery so i just i chilled there i nice. had a nice beer i almost finished seth rogan's book and do you like it dude yeah it's been great, it's been yeah, great. I, I really liked it too yeah it's so funny a lot of good celebrity stories a lot of yeah, good like dude. childhood stories yeah his childhood stories are my favorite i liked uh-huh. hearing about the celebrities but yeah but him as a kid him as a like, kid was yeah. hilarious man especially like i want i want to go back and watch super bad now that i've read now that you've that. read it yeah, yeah. but yeah how you you doing all right <laughs> <laughs> like i said i'm happy to be here now yeah it's been a, been a rough week but that's okay because yeah. we're going to create the greatest short film of all time today. Exactly. Feel yeah. It. Uh-huh. I feel it too. Yeah. yeah. I, get- <laughs> I got the energy. It might be that one beer talking, but <laughs> you're lucky uh-huh. because I cannot drink. Nor would I ever. Oh, of course. I would never do that. A student at North Greenville. That's right. Only drink liquid. Uh, more importantly, I'm a child of the Lord, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> I I watched Outer Banks season two. How is that? Because I I haven't watched any of it. I but like. I, see, it. I see people. I I really love it. Okay. I but that's you know me like that's yeah, kind of yeah. my thing is yeah. like fun stuff that's not necessarily great. Sure. However, yeah. I do think it's great. Okay. Yeah. The first season, imagine Goonies. But with high schoolers who are actually like 25 year olds. Okay. You know? Okay. Like it's very okay. like, it's what Riverdale wishes it could have been. That's kind of the vibe I get from it. Yeah. 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 They don't, okay. the dialogue is not as cheesy. Yeah. The actors are genuinely really good. You don't know the highs and lows Those of high, high school, school football. football. <laughs> yeah. There's none of that. Okay. There, there is some like, it's very like teen Sure. show though yeah. season two was awesome though yeah, season two man. was because they got a budget now okay and bro they nice. used it see in my instagram feed there's like there's a really preppy person and then there's like a really hipster artist person and both of them are like non-stop posting about it so that's what makes it, me think maybe it's there's something it, there it caters to both yeah literally the show is about both okay you have your preppy people that they call it the kooks uh-huh the rich people, and then you have the poor people, hippie people of the island. They're called the Pogues. Huh. And man, this—I think the writing makes it. Okay. The writing 
is just fantastic. Nice. They really here's a, here's a writing tip for the for the audience <laughs> real quick. The premise in the first season is four friends go on a treasure hunt. Yeah. That premise can run dry pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of street, especially in the time of streaming now, they can make a 10 hour long movie and then it's time for season two and people don't know what to do. Exactly. Because they've yeah, already yeah. delivered on their premise. Uh-huh. This show, the first season is four friends go on a treasure hunt. Season two is four friends go on a treasure hunt. Like they deliver exactly huh, what the okay. show is, and nice. and it's not an awkward like repeating itself. Okay, it just it grows, and huh. and it's I personally really like it. Okay, I have to check this out. Yeah, yeah. speaking of good writing, that's what we're about <laughs> to do. <laughs> Jeez, get into this boom. All right, we got we got a topic. You good? Yeah, don't mind me. I'm just doing production <laughs> stuff while you're talking. I'm listening. Okay, so our suggestion, this is one of mine, and I remember exactly when I put it in, but uh, we got teleportation. Okay. I put this in purely because I remembered the movie Jumper. And I was like, <laughs> what if Jumper was better? <laughs> I don't think I ever watched Jumper. It's uh, I think it's Hayden Christensen in that, but what a career that guy's had, huh? Yeah, I just remember that uh, one of those other screenwriting podcasts, a uh, story break, yeah, broke a they broke a Jumper two movie, and it's infamously like one of the movies that they couldn't crack. <laughs> so, oh, because it's just hard. I yeah, guess. yeah. Hey, speaking of which, welcome to Written by. The yeah. number one screenwriting podcast in the world. Yeah, behind the other two. Right, I mean, behind just the others. <laughs> <laughs> behind the other two. You get to pick which two we're two talking about. We- <laughs> in our world, yeah, there's only two that matter in our world. And I've stumbled upon some other screenwriting podcasts. Yeah. Not very interesting. I mean, yeah, I uh when I say other two, I purely mean other ones that like break stories. There are plenty of like craft screenwriting podcasts yeah. or like interviews with screenwriting. I think I'm, are, I'm curious like, really if there's good. any others that do what we do. Because, OK, there were two high profile ones that we know of, but there, there are probably some others out there. Yeah, some, some wannabes. Yeah. Like us. Yeah, like us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's, so teleportation. Yeah. So. I'm assuming we got we got a character that could teleport. Uh, instantly, when I think of teleportation, I just think of like Harry Potter and how like all wizards could apparate. And I don't think Harry Potter touches on like how much that would change a society if like there was yeah. no need for transportation. Have you ever have you ever read the books or did you just see the movies? No, I read the books. Okay, I read yeah. all the books before I saw okay, the movie. Heck yeah, yeah dude. So the apparition thing, I, the reason I asked if you read the books is because yeah. I have a, a question, not really a question, but more of like a, a, a statement yeah. about it. And it's only in the books. It's not in the, the movies. Uh-huh. They may. So when you apparate and you do it wrong, it's yeah. called splinching. Yeah. Where you like lose a limb yeah. or something. And in the first. I don't know what book it is, but in the book where they're learning to apparate in school at yeah. Hogwarts. There's an incident where someone splinches themselves. Yeah. And they make it seem like, oh my goodness, he left without his foot. 
Uh-huh. And then it was like, how silly. Like, that's yeah. such a funny situation. <laughs> we got to get that fixed. Like, they were uh-huh. urgent about it. Like, oh, we need to yeah. fix it. But they don't make it seem. In the last book, uh-huh. when Ron gets splinched, when they apparate, it's like he's gotten stabbed with a yeah. sword. Yeah. And I'm like, what? But honestly, if you think about it, like a Hogwarts is very like lousy flair about like a lot of injuries. That's it's, like, true. Especially in Quidditch, where it's like this dude just got That's like pelted in the face with one That's of these true. giant bowling balls. It's like, oh, ha ha ha. But also it's like in the wizarding board world, like it's just a few spells that make your cure. So like. Yeah, I guess it just depends on the situation. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's all I got yeah. about teleportation. I think I mean going off the Harry Potter thing, it'd be cool to like see like a a high schooler he's just who's just figuring out for the first time that he has teleportation abilities and like he's like trying to figure that out or something. Okay, so I have some I guess just general questions to help get us into the story. Okay. If you could teleport, what what are the rules? You know what I mean? Like, what does our teleporting look like? Yeah, because there there are a lot of different versions. There could be like, it's just effortless. You think of a place you're there. There's like, you could go anywhere, but like it takes like some amount of effort or some amount of skill or something. And then there's like, this takes a whole lot of skill. You got to learn about it for a long time. And if you do it wrong, kind of like splinching, there are consequences to it. Yeah. And then another question that I have is like, say you're a kid, a high school kid, or even a college kid, doesn't matter the age, and you know how to teleport. Is this a thing that you keep secret? Or is this something that like, oh yeah, that's Jimmy. He knows how to teleport. Like that's just (laughs) his thing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think you like, I think you do keep it secret just because like, if I had any magical power, I would be worried that like the government would do experiments on me. So I just like I'd only <laughs> tell my close friend like John It's like, hey, John, me, Jimmy could teleport, but don't tell anyone. I feel like that's what mostly Hollywood does is if yeah. we have someone with a superpower, they keep it secret. They tell a close friend. I, I know for a fact uh-huh. that if I could teleport, you would tell everybody, everybody on this planet <laughs> would know who I was. And I would be upset if they didn't. I'd be like, hi, I'm Chase. They'd be like, who are you? I'd be like, I'm the teleportation guy. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> and then if the government tries to like do experiments, like, you just teleport away. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they going to do? Stop me? They can't <laughs> teleport. I'm in France right now, dog. <laughs> I do. One of the things I did like about Jumper, I haven't seen this movie in forever, so I, I don't I'm, remember I look much. up Jumper. But uh, one thing I do appreciate they did was when a dude is teleporting, he teleports to, like, the top of the head of the Sphinx, and, like, that's something I would totally do if I could teleport. I'd just be like, yeah, National Landmark, I'm not just going to go to it, I'm going to go, like, on top of it and just chill. I would like to think that I would do awesome stuff. Yeah. but So I heard a thing one time about flying that Uh made me think. It was like, if humans could fly, we would see it as exercise and no one would do it. <laughs> uh-huh. Because it's like, we can run. I mean, that makes sense. And we yeah. can run fast. Yeah. Well, that's too much work. I ain't uh-huh. running. Are you yeah. kidding me? But so I would like to think that I would do really cool stuff with my teleportation. But would I really just kind of go to McDonald's three minutes quicker than I would have? Yeah. I mean, 
Because you can't you can't go on vacation every day. You got to work. Yeah. You got to get time off of work. Okay, so what if what if our main character isn't the teleporting dude, but it's like a dude that works with him at like Zaxby's or something. And they're sick of it. Wait a minute. Or John gets to work pretty fast. Like we told him he was late and then he just showed up. So are we discovering this guy? Yeah. I think I think personally I'm intrigued by the mundane life of a teleporter. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like you could literally go to Antarctica right now. Uh-huh. But you have a shift in 15 minutes. And like you got to mentally prepare to go to work. This is almost like that meme where it's like when you gotta go to Antarctica at six, but you work at six fifteen, <laughs> like he comes to work <laughs> in, in like, like a giant coat, and boots, and he's got snow on him. Everyone's like, "Where yeah, have yeah. you been, Jimmy?" <laughs> yeah, I I like the idea of like, oh, I can go. It's like too much responsibility. Like it's too much freedom. Yeah, like you can do anything. So what do you do? Like I know a guy. Uh huh. A guy. A guy. Who has a key to every door at the university I go to. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You know this guy. Yeah, you know I him. do. You know I do. Yeah. We're close. We know. We're mutual friends with this guy. Uh-huh. He uses it mostly just to open his dorm room. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. He can get into any door. Yeah. He's gotten in some awesome doors. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, he just uses it to open his own door. Yeah. Isn't that poetic? Uh- <laughs> It's <laughs> a good callback. Yeah. Thanks, man. I, I, Honestly, you know, you know what I would do if I could teleport? What's that? It'd be mostly mundane. I would use it to go on vacation, like maybe every so often. But the main thing I would do, since we, since people in the U.S. don't go to Cuba that much, but we love Cuban cigars, I would teleport to Cuba, and start a Cuban buy cigar some cigars, business. come back here and sell them. And like, that would be my life. Yeah, what? Yeah, I feel like you have a lot of business opportunities. Yeah. Transferring goods. Uh-huh. I feel like countries would pay you uh-huh. to save them on shipping. Like, Jeffrey Bezos would pay you a lot of money Yeah, to just all day long you teleport place to place and deliver stuff. I mean, I wouldn't do it for Jeffrey Bezos. Well, of course, like, that but sounds you mundane. Could. But, like, you I would te- start my on. own independent right. Cuban cigar but business. But you're telling me... If Jeff Bezos doesn't offer you like a billion dollars, you're not going to do it. I mean, not if my whole life is just like carrying rare goods back and forth. Like I need some time to like make my movie, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. But a good a good Cuban cigar business is like I'm a small business. You'd the government the, isn't going to be looking into me like that much. You'd be the best drug dealer of all time. Honestly, though. Yeah. So do we tell the story of a teleporting drug deal but no (laughs) see me personally i wouldn't do drugs because then you got to deal with dangerous people but like cigars i imagine in cuba you're just buying a cigar true but like do you really have to deal with anyone you know you just disappear i guess i mean someone could still shoot you i mean you'd have a place to live yeah i don't know i don't know but i do know that we're on to something because i don't think people have asked questions about this teleportation exactly it would cut down traffic you would have no traffic. Honestly, yeah. Which would be awesome. Yeah. But it's like, what if, like, that sucks. It's like, I can teleport. Oh, what do you use your teleportation for? Oh, when I go to the beach, I don't have to wait in four hour long traffic. Yeah. It takes me zero minutes to get to the beach. 
So do we even like is the short just like we're like at a party or something and a dude just casually meets another dude and he's like, yeah, I could teleport. Can it's people like, teleport with him if he's holding on to them? That's something we got to figure out. I mean, because that sounds like yeah. that sounds like best for storytelling. But like personally, uh-huh. I feel like that would suck. Honestly, because yeah, you have people yeah. like, hey, can you teleport me to the DMV? See, honestly, that's why I wouldn't tell people I could yeah. teleport. I'd have to. It's like it's like. Owning a pickup truck, but much worse. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, when you have a pickup truck, everyone's like, oh, can you help me move this weekend? People would be asking for a lot of favors. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, can you go to Canada real quick and get me some EpiPens? Uh, They're too expensive here. Yeah. We, we, this is fascinating stuff. They uh-huh. should be writing this down in a textbook somewhere. Honestly. Yeah. For when I feel like, okay, if I be completely honest, the only time I would tell someone I could teleport would be if I was single and I was trying to impress someone. Really? You know? Are you that guy? Other than that, like... Are you that guy, Robert? <laughs> you that guy? No, I'm not, because I don't, I don't have anything like that in my life. But, but if you did, you'd if be that I guy. Did, oh, totally. Dude, yeah. I wouldn't be that guy. <laughs> you wouldn't. Not, I'm not shaming you for being that guy. <laughs> but I would not tell a girl, a random girl that I'm trying to impress that I could teleport. Well, you would tell everyone you could teleport. That's what you just said. <laughs> To each their own. <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> I was kind of joking. Uh-huh. <laughs> but also, I I definitely think I would have a really hard time not telling people I get to yeah. yeah, never mind. Fair enough. You win. <laughs> That's a very good point. But, like, my girlfriend, I feel like if my girlfriend knew I could teleport, uh-huh. I would have to teleport all the time. You know? That's a good like, point. Can you go get yeah. this real quick? And I'm like, I don't really feel like it. She's like, literally, it takes you no seconds. Yeah. Like, you literally just pop up and get it. And I'd be like, yeah, you're right. Wait, so is, is the short, this dude has kept it a secret for so long. He tells one person, like a girlfriend or something, that he could teleport. And then his whole life oh. is just having to, like, run errands or something. And then the girlfriend's like, it starts off where it's just her being like, hey, could you get me this? Could you get me this? But then it's like, hey, my friend needs this thing. Could you do yeah. that? But what if instead of, like just the girlfriend uh-huh. like what if it's like he starts off and he learns how to teleport and he's like yeah. well i'm not gonna tell anybody because that'll become very demanding yeah. but then slowly over time like more people in his life learn that he could teleport and it becomes like way uh-huh. overwhelming okay. to the point where like he's running a cuban cigar <laughs> business you know uh-huh okay i like the idea that like yeah he tells this one person and then it slowly just like spirals out of control oh it's like I can't think of a movie off the top of my head, but it's like the high school student who has a secret and they tell their best friend and they're like, don't tell anybody. Yeah. And then that friend tells one person and mm-hmm. then they tell her and then it keeps growing. Yeah. And then finally everyone knows that dude's secret. And he's like, well, I told you not to tell anyone. He's like, I just told Christy. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Or I'm even thinking like one of my favorite episodes of TV, which I just rewatched recently, an episode of the flight of the Concords where like, it just starts off where like Brett bought a cup. Because they only had one <laughs> cup in the apartment that they shared with each other. And Brett was like, no, I want my own cup. And that spirals to them, like, going into debt, going out of control. And it, like, goes from Brett buying a $2 cup all the way to Jermaine has to become a prostitute to buy their instruments back or something. Yeah. That's, yeah, I think that's I'm exactly like, But yeah. it's teleporting, yeah. not money. But, yeah, we start out with something simple. And it's just that constant escalation where like this dude's entire life is transformed all because he let like this one thing out to one right. person and it, and it really plays with like that thing that you said when i was like you wouldn't work for jeff bezos for a billion dollars yeah. you're like but well, i still want to make my movie 
Uh-huh. It's like, yeah. yeah, you can teleport, but that's not your whole personality. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the dudes, it's almost like when rappers get famous where it's like, wait a minute. Does this dude only like me? Because I'm rich and could rap. Yeah, do they only like me because I can teleport? Or do they yeah. like me for who I There's am? There's more th- to me than teleporting. I also, I plant orchids or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a great gardener. Yeah. Because he gets everything so quick in life. Yeah. He likes having to wait for something. Yeah, and you plants are something he waits you for. You can't teleport a plant's growth. Isn't that poetic? That is poetic. Wow, we're That's actually awesome. pretty good writers. Man. Sometimes I doubt it. Uh, me too. <laughs> Earlier this week, I just had a I had a day where I was just spiraling. I was like, "Wow, I'm gonna make nothing of myself." And that's yeah. been all week for me, brother. Oh man, that's yeah. been all week for me, yeah. man. I <laughs> whenever I have the chance to like talk to someone that's more experienced and more successful than me, yeah, I come to realize that that feeling just like never goes never away. goes away. Yeah, Steven Spielberg is uh, sitting somewhere like I've really lost my touch. Yeah. <laughs> I wish no I could one go back. the BFG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I really wish I could make Jaws again. Go back to my heyday. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's in. Okay. Uh, Honestly, okay, because I'm being 100%. I love the plant metaphor where it's like. Yeah, I do too. This dude gets everything instantly. And he's like, there's a kind of beauty to having to wait for something. Even like I'm, I'm really into like, I, I have my own like vinyl record collection and I love listening to my favorite favorite albums on vinyl because it's like there's no like skipping to your favorite singles or anything you're stuck listening to a full album and it's like yeah there is a beauty in that thing you're just like waiting for doesn't come instantly yeah yeah it's like people who who have everything it's like that super cheesy sounds like people who have everything can't buy happiness yep it's like that but with plants and teleporting okay (laughs) Yo, somebody quote that and put it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, all right, let's try to add some structure to this. Because I like that, like, we start with he tells a girlfriend or a crush or someone he could teleport. It spirals out of control. And he, like, gets to the point where, like, he's doing all these things for other people. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's making a ton of money and he's a lot richer now. But, like, at okay. one point, he just says enough is enough and gives it all up. Yeah. So I think I think we should actually the first time he teleports and someone finds out about it, I think it should be because of like an emergency. Okay. Because it's really easy to keep self-control until you mess up once. Then it becomes so much easier to start. Like if you go to the gym every day for a year and you miss one day, Uh it's way easy to be like, oh, I mean, I missed Monday. Exactly. No yeah. big deal. No, I've been there a few times. Yeah. Dude, I yeah. did that last week. <laughs> really? I, I had this new workout plan because I have like a whole planet fitness in my garage. Oh, okay. I'm sure I've talked about that before. Yeah. But, and I had this whole new workout routine. I was like, I got to look like a movie star because once I graduate, I'm going to be on all these auditions, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> just hoping. And, yeah. <laughs> and so I started doing this workout Monday. I did it. Yeah. Tuesday, I did it. Didn't get, didn't do it Wednesday. Haven't done it since. That was two weeks ago. That was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've, uh, I've had like three or four points in my life where it's like, I'm really going to work out. And like this year has been the only time it's like really stuck. Yeah. Like I've worked out like five or six times a week, like since January, but like it took, it took like three different attempts of that not happening to like (laughs) be a thing. Not good for you, dude. Thank you. That's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to just get up and do something sometimes, (laughs) Uh especially when you're busy. Yeah. 
it's hard to find time to do stuff. But if I could teleport. Exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. have to worry about it. Yeah. I, okay. Going off of, I was just reading Seth Rogen's book. I think it's really funny that on his first date with his future wife, he totaled his car. So it's maybe right. that a situation where like. Well, I, I, I think like, what is the, what's an emergency where like you need to get somewhere fast yeah. and like. See, honestly, okay, because, like, the two most common things I think of... Hospital is what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's, like, car accidents are the most common emergencies. And if you need to get somewhere fast, it's either, like, someone's hurt in a car accident or yeah. someone's pregnant. Oh. Because then you're rushing to the hospital. Yeah, okay, well, what if we do, uh... Yeah, what if what if our main guy mm-hmm. is is walking... No, he doesn't need to walk. He teleports. Yeah. All right, why is he in a car? If he can teleport. Oh, because he doesn't want he's it. trying to appear yeah. normal. Though. So he's in the yeah. car with someone. They get in a car accident. They're injured badly. Um, and I like the idea of it being dark. Oh, they're injured badly because he's not a good driver because he's not used to driving. <laughs> Yo, that's how we start it. We don't yeah. t- we, we don't open up with hi, I'm a teleporter. This is how yeah. we start it. The, the girl uh, is the guy and the girl. And they're walking towards a car. About to go somewhere. Yeah. And she goes, hey, can you drive? And he goes, drive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, sure. I can, I can drive. Yeah. Yeah. And as an audience, we're like, that's weird. Why can't he drive? So, uh, yeah. And then as he's driving, he gets into a, they get into a car accident because he's not a good driver. Yeah. It's dark. It's raining. He's, he's trying to call an ambulance because she seems to be hurt pretty bad. Uh-huh. The 911, because this happened to me. I was in a car accident. I called 911. They couldn't hear me. Huh. Okay. And so, and I thought that, like that was frustrating. Yeah. So I was like, so maybe he's trying to call 911. They can't hear him. It's storming. And, and he's just like, you know what? I'll, I'll be there soon. And he hangs up and he grabs her and he twists or whatever teleporting uh-huh. gesture works. Yeah. And they end up at the hospital. And that's how she finds out. Exactly. Yeah. And then I like to get the idea of like cutting to them like a few months later and they're like still together. And it's like, oh, they got together. They're boyfriend, girlfriend. But she knows he could teleport. She's yeah. asking him for errands and stuff. And Yeah. And, and it's yeah. nothing like crazy. Exactly. It's not like she's like yeah. abusing. Yeah. His and it's like, teleporting. no, it's you're just my like, girlfriend. I would do that for you. It's just like. The moment where it starts to spiral is the moment she asks him to, like, do something for, like, one of her friends or, like, someone that's not her. And then that opens the door to he's not just doing things for her. He's doing things for her friend and her parent and her friend's friend and her cousin's uncle yeah. or whatever. What if she, the, the, where it starts snowballing is she tells one of her friends, like, like they're together, yeah. like, she slips up. Uh-huh. Because she's so used to the, him teleporting. Yeah. They're at, like, brunch or something with uh-huh. one of her friends. And her friend says something like, uh, man, I really wish I had something like X, whatever here. Um, I really wish that. And then his girlfriend goes, oh, well, he can get it for you. Can't you, hon? <laughs> and he's like, what? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, just pop over to the store real quick. Yeah. And he was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she goes, teleport. Just go to the. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like maybe she doesn't slip up and say he could teleport, but it's just like they're hanging out at their apartment and like man wish we had more wine it's like oh my husband could get some or my boyfriend could get some like yeah. stat and he's like what's your mean babe it's like 20 minutes away yeah. it's like no he could get it stat <laughs> stat <laughs> he's super fast yeah 
I don't know. I feel like it needs to be like a. It's just one person, babe. Like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, exactly. Person. Yeah, it's just my mom. Yeah, you know, I, I can't keep that from my mom. Yeah, okay. and then her mom tells her dad, and then and then they mention it to. I don't know. Okay, where do we where do we want to end up? We need a. Name. I feel like we could do it better for like working toward. Yeah. Like the, Let's get a name for okay, him because I keep getting confused. You said Jimmy like very early on. <laughs> I was just kind of stuck on that. Oh, yeah, Jimmy. Okay. Slim Jim in the streets. Yeah. Uh, and are we going to call it teleporting? Because I feel like whenever it's a a teleporting movie or whatever, they have a cool name for it, like like uh, jumper or, or apparating. Yeah. Like yeah, he's going to jump. Yeah. Are we just going to call it teleporting? Maybe I feel like that's what you call it in the real world. I do too. Yeah, yeah. I'm down with that. It just sounds really childish when you're like, I can teleport. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the okay. best yeah. option. Yeah. So where does where does all this like end up? Well, we know we want him to end with a garden. Exactly. Like he yeah. loves gardening. And we wanna, you know, we wanna like <laughs> plant that seed early on in the <laughs> I always I always say like plant seeds at the first act or something. It's just now it's literally a plant. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, something is keeping him away from his gardening. Where it's like I like the idea that like there's some sort of like a multi million dollar business that like the crux of it is his ability to teleport. I really liked your thing about the Cuban cigar. Okay, thing. that's yeah. funny. What if, uh, what if, like, the girlfriend's dad, like, helps, like, front the business and is, like, a businessman to where it's, like, if I quit the business, not only am I walking away from a lot of money, but, like, you, you, it's going to be a huge, like, thing in our relationship. That, like, yeah, he's going to be walking away from both the relationship and the job. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. You know? Okay, okay, what if, okay. Because we could do a thing where, like, there's a scene at Thanksgiving where, like, he's at Thanksgiving with the girlfriend's family and they're, like, missing something crucial, like a turkey or something. And it's like, hey, you could get that oh, real fast. And then he does it. He, and yeah. then, like, at the Thanksgiving, he's trying to make a good impression on the dad. He's smoking a Cuban cigar. <laughs> and he's like, yo love cigars my favorite i would i would quit my contracted gig right now if i could oh man i think i think this is it right okay thanksgiving dinner yeah i, I like the idea of the dad being the one that over overdoes it the okay. dad's the yeah. one that starts yeah. taking advantage of him thanksgiving the turkey gets burnt yeah burn the mom jimmy's girlfriend's mom is just like having a mental breakdown over this t turkey. She's like, I ruined Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we don't have a turkey. And she's very upset. And I said, mm -hmm. I messed everything up. And she's trying to console her mom. And she's looking at Jimmy. And she's like, go get a turkey. <laughs> go get a turkey. And he's like, I, I, there's too many people around. I'm not just going to. And, and then they start fighting. She's like, my mom is crying. Please just go get the turkey. And he's like, I, yeah. I don't want to. And she's like, please. And so he just. And teleports. Yeah. And the, everybody in the room goes, what? And then <laughs> he's back with a turkey. Yeah. yeah. And the dad's got a Cuban cigar in his mouth mm -hmm. and it falls out because yeah. his mouth, his jaw hits the yeah. floor. And he goes, son, <laughs> my son, yeah. come here. 
Okay, I I like <laughs> I love all of that. I think it should be he's the only one that notices. So it's almost like it's a little secret they have. Oh yeah. Or maybe he steps outside. To yeah, teleport. he steps outside and he notices that he steps outside to smoke the cigar. And, and as he, he opens the, the door, yeah. he notices the dude tra- disappear and pop back up. And he's like, yeah. can I talk to you? Uh-huh. I don't know why this is his voice, but can I talk to you? Yeah. But uh, like, that's the, cause he's going into the scene worried about making a good impression on the dad. Yeah. And then that's what does it for the dad. But it's like now the dad wants cigars from Cuba he has to do it to keep impressing him. Oh, and then yeah. a whole business forms around it. And then it, it becomes this big thing. He quits his job so to do the cigar. What if it's like, a, so the dad's like, hey, come, what are you, hey, you, you can teleport? What, what are you doing? And he's like, well, yeah, but I, I don't really, I don't like doing it a whole lot. Like it's, I just kind of, you know, get to work, you know, don't like it to be a big thing. And he's like, well, what do you do? What, what do you do with your life? And he's like, well, I, I own a little plant shop downtown i really like growing plants yeah he's like growing plants son do you understand what you could be doing (laughs) Ed, i have an idea how about you come with me to work tomorrow you and me buddy old pal old son and he's like oh okay i guess yeah and he goes to work with him the next day and it's like a like a really sketchy like mafia basement and they're like they're smugglers they smuggle stuff like cuban cigars and and stuff like that and so he becomes like the smuggler huh what if he like starts out where it's like hey you can teleport i love these cigars can you get me one and like it just starts off as like could you get me one yeah yeah. and it's like hey could you get me like 10 or something yeah sure we could even be the like maybe he even like owns a cigar shop and then he starts like stocking his shop with it because i actually like my my brother-in-law has a sister that's like a she's low-key like a cigar influencer where she like posts on instagram about cigars she's smoking and like uh, he, he told me about this once at a cookout, but like her whole job is like she gets cigars from different manufacturers and travels yeah. and like, yeah. So it's I mean, like this dude like already sells them, but it's like it, this would I cut get down, like the real stuff like that gives. Well, it the yeah, edge. and it would also cut down cost. Yeah, because exactly. he wouldn't be paying to ship everything. Yeah, that's a huge profit margin. Was like, How about you come work for me at my shop? Yeah. And his job is literally he's distribution in the sense of he just pops over to Cuba or wherever. Oh, okay. Gets these okay. Cigars. This could lead to a good moment. Cause he's like, how about you come work for me in my shop? And like the dude, he's making a comfortable living, just like growing rare orchids or something. Yeah. And he's like, well, I really like what I do now. I don't want to do something else, but he's like, and then he like shows him how much money he could be making. He's like, well, I guess I could do both. What if he, what if he asks him at dinner? With the yeah. rest of the family watching. So it becomes awkward to say no. Yeah. So he's like, how about uh, you come work for me at the shop? Uh-huh. And he's like, well, you know, I like, I have a little plant thing I like to do. I have yeah. an online plant store uh-huh. that I run. And he goes, yeah. do you want to support my daughter? <laughs> do you want, Yeah. Uh, can I trust you to take care of my daughter with what your if, plant shop? What if this is a little more serious? What if it's a situation where like, he's thinking of proposing to this girl mm. but he's got to get the dad on her side like that's uh, important to her okay and so he's trying to do anything he can he's basically robert de niro and that uh beat the fuckers 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think we have. Yeah. Yeah. I like there. I like the whole Thanksgiving scene and stuff. And uh, eventually it becomes too much. It starts off. Here's the money. Go get me two cases of these cigars. Yeah. Then it escalates. And he's like, hey, I have a buddy who runs a uh, runs a what's another place of business. He runs like a hardware store. Yeah. I told him. You can get this for him quick. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll, we'll split the, the profit 50-50. And then, and then next thing you know, the dad has got all of his buddies that run businesses yeah. using Jimmy to mm-hmm. bring in stuff. And, and it just starts escalating to the point where yeah. the man who can literally be anywhere at the snap of a fingers doesn't ever have time at home. Yeah. He's always... What if the dad dies of lung cancer? <laughs> That would that'd be a fun, fun I'm to, twist. I'm, I'm picturing if you see Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. I'm picturing like you know how the mayor starts off super tiny and thin, mm-hmm. but as the machine that can make infinite food <laughs> comes up, bigger. yeah, yeah, that is very funny. So he starts, you know, he starts like smoking more and more yeah. cigars. Uh-huh. Oh, what if? Yeah. What if the dad dies and he leaves the cigar business to him? Oh, and he's got to run it or give it up. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And his fiance, soon to be wife, mm-hmm. is like, it's the family business, Jimmy. Like, you have to. I, it's the last thing. It's what my dad left us. And Jimmy's like, I don't. I don't like it. I want to run my plants. Yeah. Oh, but we got to just to escalate it and play into the teleportation. We got to have a scene where like he teleports to like the tippy top of a pyramid and he's like thinking it over. It's like, oh, yeah. Do I stay with the family business to impress my fiance or do I give it up for the plant job? And he's on a pyramid. It's like, do I want to be happy or do I want the girl? Wait, what if there's like a montage where he's on e- on the top of each one of like the seven wonders of the world, or it's like, do I do? Oh this yeah, t- but we don't even like make it a big deal that exactly. he's on top. Of it. Yeah, yeah, and there's like a song playing in the background, yeah. and it's like, it's like he's singing a song, and yeah. he's like, he's like the the man that can be anywhere, and I just want to be at home. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Dude, I saw I saw something on Twitter <laughs> this past week. Apparently, there was this cartoon, this Fantastic Four cartoon, and apparently, the dude that played the Human Torch, the actor, was trying to be a rapper in real life and like convince the producers no. to like put one of his rap songs in the movie. And so, like, the Human Torch is animated rapping one of his songs. <laughs> really, it's hilarious. It's amazing yeah. what they let people do. Uh huh. I want to be a rapper. <laughs> But I'm voicing the human torch. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. So what we got so far, uh, I'm almost wondering if maybe we could have a different beginning that doesn't involve a whole whole car crash. But I mean, what we have so far is like the dude is on a first date with well, this girl. and I, We can get rid of the car crash. Yeah. She yeah. has an allergic reaction. Oh, that's that's great. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. They're on a date. She's like, wait. Is Wait. there seafood in this? Wait, what if what if this is like this is like a third date? So like she's at his house for the first time. He's trying to impress her by cooking. Oh, he, he cooks did. something with like peanuts in it or and something. He's not aware of her allergy. Yeah, because I've thought about that. Like if I if I cook something for someone and they died because of it, like I'd feel so bad. Yeah, talk about a uh, that would ruin the date. But then the fact <laughs> that he can teleport saved it. Yeah, yeah. She was like. 
She's like, ah! but and she would probably hate him for that. But then yeah. he can teleport. I don't like the idea of her being like a shallow person. Exactly. Yeah. But like, yeah. I like the idea of like, she's making him choose between what he wants to do and what makes him happy in her yeah. family, essentially, which is, yeah. you know, it's a hard decision. That's, yeah. It's her exactly. family. Yeah. He's cooking food for, she has an allergic reaction. He teleports her to the hospital. So then she knows he could teleport. They keep dating. She has him teleport and do things. Maybe, maybe we get a good moment where they like go on a big teleportation date and he takes her to like somewhere top romantic. of the Sphinx or something like crazy. the Eiffel Tower. Like they go yeah. to Paris or something, yeah. something very romantic. They go inside the torch of the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. Something like yeah. not accessible. Exactly. Yeah. Something where it's like they're having a romantic date and then a security guard is like, wait, how do you get in here? And they got to teleport. And then they there. disappear and they're laughing and they're like, oh my God, that was the craziest thing ever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She's like, how long have you been able to do this? And he goes, as long as I can remember, I, I wasn't birthed. I just teleported out of the womb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was born, I immediately teleported to... Uh, <laughs> They they couldn't find me for months. Yeah, but the first time my mom tried to drop me off at daycare, I just kept on teleporting back, back home. Now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. funny. Okay, but we have like a great romantic gesture teleportation date, mm-hmm. and that leads up to the Thanksgiving, where like he knows he wants to propose. propose. He's got to get on the side of the dad. The turkey fall. I love the turkey scene. Also, uh, I watched a movie recently with a turkey falling down scene. Cresha uh, has. Creature. I've never seen that either. Yeah. Super, super indie movie, but uh Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good. It's one of those like shoestring budget movies that like makes you feel like, wait, why am I not shooting a movie right now? You yeah. Know? But but you know what? We do got a movie coming out. Yeah. It's called Single Fang. Yeah, it's like seven minutes, but Heck it's, yeah, it's still, a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. It's longer than people who aren't making movies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the whole Thanksgiving deal happens. The dad finds out. He starts asking for these rare Cuban cigars, and he's like, wait a minute, we can make a business out of this. Yeah. And it's, it goes from like, can you bring me one or two? To bring, can you bring me two cases? Can you bring me ten cases? Can you bring me a hundred cases? And then the whole family business is revolving around this. Yeah. And all the while, like, in each shot, he's smoking more and more <laughs> rare Cuban cigars. <laughs> and then... Is the climax is like he dies and passes on the family business to him and he's got to yeah. choose to keep it or give it up. I think. Or is it is it harder to quit the job when he's when still, the alive. Dad's still alive? That's what I was thinking, because yeah. I like the idea of the dad kind of losing the cool. Like he's getting greedy. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, maybe one day he's like, hey, um, I'm going to I'm not going to work today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the daughter. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to propose. Mm hmm. And he goes, it's not important right now. We have we have 15 orders that we have to have out today. And mm-hmm. that's not important. That's not, you know, this is business. You need to go work. You need to do this. Blah, blah, blah. I need you to be in Peru. I need you to be in Cuba. I need you to be in Russia. I need you to be. And he's like, no, I don't I don't want to do that today. I want a day off. I've been doing this every day for two months. I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. He's like, Are you quitting on me? Uh-huh. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. You're trying to support my daughter or what? And then, and then there's a big riff there. And then that's where like. Mm-hmm. He just got yelled at. Yeah. And he doesn't know if he wants to do this anymore. Yeah. I think we, we need to bring it back to the the plant thing. 
just because the plant thing is such a great metaphor. Right. It's got to be like, we got to show the cigar business like getting in the way of that. Maybe, maybe he has at the beginning of the film when the girl's coming over for the date, he has like a super rare orchid and he's showing it to her. Maybe he's so busy with the cigar business he neglects the orchid and it dies and like that's the I do think we could have a really powerful scene where you know he gets home from a long day of work and he sits down and he's like at his bench where he has Mm -hmm. all of these plants and they're all dead and it makes him so angry that he starts like smashing you know little those clay pots and he's throwing stuff and and he's just losing his mind because the only thing that he really enjoys doing, he doesn't have. He did, he's the man that had time for everything. Yeah. Because he could literally teleport. And he didn't have time. And now for he that. doesn't yeah, have time yeah. for anything. And it's almost like, yeah, he was doing everything so instantaneous, but he didn't like actually like sit down and spend the long hours to take care of something. Right. Yeah. And I also like him having a rare orchid is great because. I was like just watching adaptation, which like has a has a dude in Derer. It's almost like that's the one one of the things that like teleportation wouldn't make a difference. It's like yeah, you could teleport anywhere, but like to find like a rare plant, you got to like go into a place and wander around and discover it, and yeah. like you don't know exactly where to go because if you knew exactly where to go, everyone would get it. Right. So, yeah. so that's like one of those things that's like rewarding to him because. It it's, doesn't come easy doing right because yeah yeah and so something like that dying would infuriate would infuriate him and then that he's really like smashing all around the green then we have the stuff. montage where he's thinking on different places <laughs> like that we could even have him teleport to the statue of the thinker and, <laughs> and he's, he's sitting like beside sitting it thinking doing the same pose and he's just like man what do i do yeah Okay, okay, so he gets home, all the plants are dead. Maybe he's smashing things in the green room. The girlfriend notices. She asks what's wrong, and that's, that's when he presents the idea of quitting the cigar business, and she's like, no, that would break my dad's heart. You can't do that. Yeah. And so we know the stakes of the choice he's about to make. And maybe it could also be a thing of, like, it'll break my dad's heart, and he won't pay for our wedding. Oh, yeah. And then there's some dialogue there. He's like, well, he wouldn't be able to afford to pay for our wedding if it wasn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that, it's like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> you heard me. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh-huh. I'm the, I'm the teleporter. I think, I think, like, that's the moment where even we get the whole monologue about, wait, you're going you're gonna to give up all this money? You're going to break my dad's dreams just for your stupid plants? And he's like, you know the thing about plants? And it's a whole <laughs> theatrical monologue. There's you got to You got to wait for them to grow. You got to put in the work. That's what makes it worth it. Everything in my life comes to me super instantaneous. But this is the one thing where you just sit back and wait. And there's beauty in that or whatever. And we can, punch that up and post. I can have anything in the world. Yeah. In the snap of a finger. Yeah. But I can't rush God's creation. <laughs> That's in the Bible somewhere, probably. Oh, probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. It sounds about it. Yeah. And so he says that he teleports. Maybe there's no dialogue, but we just get like 10 different shots of him thinking in various yeah. locations. The Thinker statue, the top of a pyramid, uh, the Taj Mahal. And so, okay, so how do, how do we land this? So I think 
I like the idea. Maybe what if, right before, right before yeah. he goes off, when when he's met, they're, they're running late for dinner with her parents. Yeah. And when he when he goes to leave, she's like, "What are you doing? We have dinner with my parents." He goes, "I'll beat you there, not mm-hmm. meet you there. I'll beat you there." Yeah. Because he can teleport. Yeah. She's like, "Fine, I'll see you there." And she leaves. We see our montage of him teleporting in all these different places, thinking, and then. We cut back to the restaurant where they're having dinner. And since we're not having the dad die, I think yeah. it'd be really funny to have him coughing up along, though. <laughs> he's uh-huh. just like, <laughs> they're in a really nice restaurant because he's yeah. making tons of money from this business. And they're like, he's late. Why is he late? He can literally, he can literally teleport. How is he late? She's like, I don't know. He, he seemed upset. He'll be here. And then he teleports and he's at the table and, and he's got tears in his eyes and, and he, throws something down on the table and he's like i'm i'm done and she's like she's like you do realize if you run out on my dad like this that we're done mm-hmm. and he goes i know yeah. and then he teleports to a strip club <laughs> <laughs> like that scene in a shazam yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh boy i remember i heard the director in an interview talk about that movie david and like all the studio execs he was pitching to had the same exact moment I did where like the first time the strip com- comes up, you're like, oh, this is kind of a cheap joke. I don't know about that. Yeah. And then later in the movie, when it returns, it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is a really fun moment in that movie. That okay. director's awesome. He is. Yeah. He started, he started off as like a YouTuber. He did. Yeah. Yeah. No, that whole haunted fridge short we did it's like super low budget just like two people behind the camera like my whole intention behind that is i just wanted to make a movie the way he makes his short films because yeah, yeah. it's just him and his, his wife. wife they co-write she acts and he, they he does it. all the post work yeah yeah and we did it yep you can watch it on youtube <laughs> but i like all of that i think we should uh i think we could do all that and just tell it in shots with like no dialogue or something where it's like they're at the dinner he shows up maybe he has like keys to the shop or something he puts them down he's done and then we just cut to like her moving out of the apartment and then him alone yeah and then him alone in the green room he's watering a plant and he's smiling and like for the first time we like there are like a lot of quick cuts and like shots of him teleporting and stuff like earlier in the film and like for the first time there's like a long shot that lasts for like 20 or 30 seconds as he's just sitting watering this plant and it's calm and there's no music or anything but you, you just like and he's like content hear the drizzling of the water yeah. and it's super tranquil because a dude that could go anywhere at any time is just really peaceful to be in one place yeah i like the I like the idea of her like carrying all her stuff to the car. Like he's carrying her boxes for her. Yeah. And she's like, you know, you could just teleport them to my new apartment, right? Uh-huh. And he goes, that's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that. We did it. Yeah. I think we did we it got again. It. I think we got it. And this is something we could do. Yeah. Because teleportation effects, I could do that. Oh, yeah. Totally. After yeah. effects, baby. I can do that. Yeah. You can do that in camera. <laughs> Okay, do we do we have a name for the girlfriend? Her name is Sabrina. Sabrina. Okay, so we got Jimmy and Sabrina. Oh, and the dad's name is Kurt. What what's their last name? I feel like to make this dude seem imposing, he's not like Kurt. He's like Mr. Somebody. Oh. I like the idea of them being like a the girlfriend's family is like 
from like a culture where family's super important. Like, yeah. like, like John Toretto. Yeah. <laughs> no, the dad is Don. Like, no, exactly. Maybe, yeah. maybe like a like a Jewish family or a Greek family. Okay, we're like just like family super important. Yeah, family. So um, his name is Mister uh, Steph Uh, oh, man, how do you pronounce that last name? Katsopoulos. Katsopoulos. Katsopoulos? Yeah. How do you spell that? Is that a... Uh, K-A-T-S-O-P-O-L-I-S. Katsopoulos. Okay. So we open. Jimmy is cooking food. There's a... The doorbell rings. Sabrina's here. They're on a date. It's their third date, so things are getting pretty serious. He's laid out a whole dinner for her. Uh, she eats the dinner, and... As she's coming in, he shows her his, his little makeshift greenhouse with all his plants. He shows her this rare orchid. That's his favorite plant ever. And then he has this whole dinner laid out for her. Candlelight dinner with this fish meal. They're sitting down and eating it. And then Sabrina's face starts to get red. And she's like, wait, what What? What'd you put in this fish? He's like, I, I don't know. Just some, just put some toppings and flavoring. And it's like, is there, is there peanuts in this fish? And he's <laughs> like, well, there. I put some like nuts on the top of it. And he's like, I'm allergic to nuts. And he starts having a reaction. <laughs> Things are getting crazy. He doesn't know what to do. He starts to dial 911, but she's looking in pain. And she's like, wait, I can't do this. He grabs her and he teleports away. He disappears. He, he teleported her to the hospital. Anyway, we cut back and uh, they're back for another date. They're back at his place. They're talking. Uh, she's like, wow, it'd be nice if we had some, some wine or something. And he's like, oh, I could get that real quick. He's back with some wine. She starts asking him to do more and more favors, but he's trying to impress her. And they're just like real little stuff. So it doesn't matter much. He teleports and gets some more. She's like, how long have you been t able to teleport? He's like, oh, just since I was born. I mean, when I was two, first day of daycare, I kept on teleporting back home. And then just trying to, try to keep it low key, try to keep it a secret. Anyway, uh, he's starting to fall for this girl. They have a big date. He teleports to the torch of the Statue of Liberty and they're having a real uh, romantic dinner. At that dinner, they're talking about the possibility of maybe being more than boyfriend or girlfriend and maybe marrying. And she's like, well, you got to meet my parents first. Got to get along with my dad or whatever. Uh, security guard notices them. They teleport real quick out of there. Anyway, it's Thanksgiving. He's going to her family's house. He's meeting all of them for the first time. Uh, the dad, Mr. Kostopoulos, is uh, really intimidating. Anyway, during the dinner, uh, Mrs. Kostopoulos is taking out the turkey and accidentally drops it, and it's a huge disaster, and she's crying, and everyone's like, oh, no. And then Sabrina's like, hey, you gotta, you gotta get a new turkey. He's like, but, but we're, we're here. I can't just teleport and get a new turkey. He's like, no, you gotta do it. Your Thanksgiving's gonna be ruined if you don't do this. He's like, okay. He steps outside and teleports, but uh, Mr. Kostopoulos has stepped outside to smoke a cigar, and he notices the cigar falls out of his mouth as his <laughs> mouth hangs open. He teleports back with a turkey that he probably stole from another family because <laughs> it's fully cooked, but everyone seems to overlook that. And he, he's saved Thanksgiving at the dinner table. Everyone's talking and having a good time, and, the, and Mr. Kostopoulos is just nodding and grinning at the sun at nodding and grinning at Jimmy like I, I know your thing you're a good kid <laughs> after the dinner he's like hey 
could you could you go to Cuba and get me two of these cigars? Super rare, but I just really appreciate that. And one to impress him. He's like, sure, yeah, I'll do it. Anyway, in the next few months, we get different shots. It's like two cigars turns into ten cigars, then twenty cigars, then one case, then ten cases, then a hundred cases. And soon, uh, Mr. Kasopoulos has quit his job and is made a whole cigar business of Mr. Kostopoulos's cigars or whatever and he's he's fronting for and Jimmy's like teleporting and supplying all the cigars and stuff and he's making a huge profit margin because there's no transportation costs he's getting the rarest things and we're seeing Mr. Kostopoulos and Jimmy in business together and Jimmy's making a ton of money we're seeing those big fat pay stubs <laughs> anyway he's used all the money he's made from this business to uh buy a really fancy ring for Sabrina and he's thinking of proposing but uh as as he's doing all this the the plants in his greenhouse are getting neglected and they're starting to wilt one day he comes home from a real busy day of getting like a thousand cases and uh his prized orchid that we saw at the beginning of the film has died and he's heartbroken he starts crying he throws different things in the green room and starts smashing things Sabrina comes home, hears, and runs in. He's like, what, what are you doing? He's like, my, my orchid died. It's all because of the, the stupid business. I, I told you I didn't want anyone to know I could teleport, and this whole thing has spiraled out of control, and I don't know, I think I think I gotta quit this. I can't do this anymore. He's like, no, you can't quit the cigar business. That would break my dad's heart. He means so much to me, and that business means so much to him. You can't do that. He's like, I don't know if I, I can continue doing it anymore. And he's like, I don't know what I'd do if you, you broke my dad's heart like that. And that brings him at a real crossroads. And he, he teleports away to various... Uh, wonders of the world and locations he's at the Taj Mahal he's on top of the pyramids different places and he's just thinking oh what do I do he teleports to the thinking man statue he's doing the same pose as the thinking man finally he teleports back to uh, Sabrina and her parents Mr. and Mrs. Kostopoulos are all at dinner he slams his keys on the table he's like I quit next shot uh mr Kostopoulos looks real disappointed by this the next shot sabrina is moving out of her house uh we see them have an argument and then she's moving out and then the final shot he's sitting alone in the green room he's watering a new plant and he looks at peace he's smiling and for the first time in the short there's a really long shot with no cuts or him teleporting anywhere just takes a deep breath in and he's just that one with his surroundings and seems really happy and we cut the black nice I spent that time uh-huh. trying to think of names yeah. as, I, as I typically do uh-huh. I tried uh, don't rush don't rush okay and then that brought on a whole list of puns off of the movie rush hour <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I, I think don't rush is cool. I try to think of something that had to do with the with the theme of like he can have anything as fast as he wants, but the only thing that he can't rush is like Mother Nature. Yeah. And so I thought of, you know, you can't rush Mother Nature as a title. Uh-huh. Um Mother Nature is okay. cool. Um My Big Fat Greek Wedding. 
Um, yeah. I I kind of like Don't Rush. I like I Don't like Rush too. Yeah, yeah, that was my my favorite. It's like a snappy like Don't Rush will grab you. Yeah, it's like oh why not stop uh-huh. and smell the flowers. <laughs> Smell the flowers. Isn't that poetic? Isn't that poetic? (laughs) (laughs) All right. And this has been Don't Rush, written by Robert Therrell and Chase Bridges. Because everybody needs a hero. But I'm not everyone. I walk alone. Yeah, I walk alone. Oh, yeah. This is auditions for like, (laughs) you got to go on The Voice or something. (laughs) I would get booed out of the play you've heard me sing <laughs> <laughs> hey thank you so much for listening to that episode my voice might be a little different today uh i think i've come down with a cold or something my nose is so stuffy right now you wouldn't believe it but anyway i'm i'm excited y'all you want to know why i'm excited it's because we just finished an audio mix on our short film single with Fangs. I feel like for like the past like two or three months when I talk about that film, I was talking about doing audio on it. But we have an audio mix. It's done. We're getting color done. We're getting poster designs. Uh, everything's just really starting to come together. So that, that's exciting. But hey, if you want to submit a story topic that goes into our bowl that we draw from at the beginning of each episode... Y'all already know what it is. You can email that to writtenbypodcasts at gmail.com. Please send in suggestions. We love seeing all your random story topics. We love doing episodes from things suggested by you. So writtenbypodcasts at gmail.com. Send them our way. Uh, I'm Robert. Chase is the co-host. You can follow me at Robert two underscores Isaac and Chase at Chase Bridges two underscores. Our cover art was designed by Taylor Logry. You can find her at Taylor Logry Design. This song right here, talking over right now, was produced by myself and Andrew Simmons. You can find him at Music by Drew or his own podcast, Home Studio Hangout, where he discusses all things music production. Anyway, if you like this episode, maybe consider sharing it with a friend. Walking up to one of your buddies and being like, hey, you like podcasts? You like screenwriting? You like random things being drawn out of a bowl? You love these guys. Check them out. <laughs> anyway, anytime you share, it really helps us out. We're, we're so grateful that all y'all listen to the show. Uh, also, leave iTunes reviews. We love seeing your iTunes reviews. But uh, yeah, I think that's about it. About to go blow my nose because it's so stuffy. Uh, but hey, we'll see you next week.